0: Uh, really looking forward to this next conversation. Uh, as we just heard, um, Canada declaring a National Day of Mourning for Monday, the 19th of September, which is the day that Queen Elizabeth II will be laid to rest in a funeral in the UK that, um, well, is shaping up to be one of the biggest global events, certainly in my lifetime. It, uh, it just... all all the different reports and all the different preparations and plans that are being made and at the center of it all uh representing canada is ralph goodale who is canada's high commissioner to the united kingdom and delighted that he has time to join us today mr goodale thanks so much for your time i know you must be incredibly busy right now
1: well i'm very glad to be with you and and yes it is a a very busy time in in london uh the last number of days uh since Her Majesty passed away on uh, on Thursday afternoon, uh, have been just jam packed with uh, uh, preparations. This sad event uh, has been planned for for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, but when it uh, when it actually happens and it's uh, it's just breaking around you, it's. Uh, uh it's uh an incredible feeling uh there's there's um, so much uh genuine affection and respect and love and warmth uh for her late majesty uh and all of that is very evident around around london and meantime while all of that uh human emotion is there, the mourning and the grieving uh there's also uh, uh a major logistical challenge that has to be faced there expecting that in that area between Trafalgar Square, Buckingham Palace, Whitehall, and uh, Westminster Abbey, uh, there are likely to be uh, something over 3 million people gathering uh, between uh, now and and Monday. The lying in state uh, starts tomorrow, and uh, right as we're speaking, the the aircraft, the Royal Air Force, is... uh, uh, flying, uh, Her Majesty's body from Scotland, where she's been lying in state for the last couple of days, uh, from Scotland to, um, to London, and she'll arrive here probably within the next half hour on her last journey
0: obviously uh uk uh, running most of this as you would expect in terms of the uk uh, the governments there uh the royal family things like that but canada where where does canada fit in being uh, you know a member of the commonwealth very prominent uh, you know she was here 22 times how involved are you and other canadians there in what's going on this week
1: well there's a a lot of tremendous communication between uh all of the uh, commonwealth countries particularly the fourteen of the Commonwealth countries that are considered part of the realm where her Her Majesty has been the head of state and where King Charles is now the head of state, uh, there are fourteen of us um, Canada uh, right at the very top of the list uh, the uh, the palace the british government the uh, the the Foreign secretary's office and the prime minister's office uh, together with uh, our Prime Minister's office in Canada, the Privy Council office, and Rideau Hall, the office of the, of the Governor-General. There's uh, just constant uh, communication uh, flowing uh, back and forth all the time. We're very fortunate uh, that there uh, is a young Canadian uh, woman, Jennifer Jordan Safey, uh, who is uh, uh, in Prince Charles, now King Charles, uh, personal office. Uh, and she is a tremendous asset for canada we have great relationships uh uh with uh with the new king's um, staff uh and it, it's it's uh, it's logistically very complicated but everybody is working in a very collaborative manner um and and this this is going to be uh a very uh, successful occasion because everyone wants this to be a
0: magnificent tribute To a magnificent monarch. And it will be, as I said, uh, an historic moment, no doubt. You mentioned um, King Charles. You've already had a chance to meet him in capacity as king, right? That happened um, earlier this week. Tell us about that.
1: Uh, Yes, and it was a a very uh, interesting occasion, a very somber occasion, a lot of um, grief and mourning in the room for, for everybody who was there. But from those of us in other countries, this is a, a matter of, you could say, constitutional solemnity. For, uh, for Prince Charles, of course, it's his mother. Yeah. Uh, and anyone who has had the tragic experience of losing their mom uh, knows what that, that feeling is like. Uh, he, however, uh, does not have the, uh, the opportunity to do very much of his grieving in private. It's all very public uh and one of his first public occasions was uh that accession council where uh the uh, leading officials in the realm including from Canada uh acknowledged the uh, the death of her majesty and the lawful ascension to the throne of his majesty um, Canada was involved in that and then the next day this would be on saturday uh there was a formal re- reception and audience hosted by the new king and the the new queen consort uh, for the 14 countries that are members of the realm. So again, Canada was uh, uh, very prominent on on that occasion. Um, On all of these events, uh, there's a sense of history in the room, the changing of one era to the next, uh, something profound in terms of the magnitude of that change. Uh, Grief and mourning, of course, for Her Majesty, Uh, A sense of anticipation about what the new king will be like and what his priorities will be and where he will travel first and so forth. Um, And and critically, from the point of view of uh, constitutional monarchy, a sense of continuity. Mm -hmm. That whatever the hurly-burly of politics might be like in any of our countries, and there's lots of that in all of our countries, there's also the stability, the continuity, the, uh, the permanency that comes from having a separate head of state as opposed to head of government uh, and the uh, uh, the consistency and the sense of 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 inclusion and cohesion and values that comes from the monarchy
0: Uh, chatting with ralph goodale canada's um, high commissioner in the uk Uh, i I know you're very busy so i won't take up too much more of your time one more question though Um, you're sort of in the eye of the storm here and i don't want to Uh, make light of this, but I mean, you could call this the hottest ticket on the planet. And we know that the organizers have said, you're going to have to limit how many people can actually attend, like how many, you know, dignitaries each country can send and limit it to a head of state in terms of Canada and our representation at the actual funeral on Monday. What are you anticipating? Who will be there and how will that play out?
1: The official mourners are the governor general, the prime minister and the high commissioner. Okay. Uh, there will be, uh, in addition to those uh, in the official party, uh, uh, another group of Canadians, relatively small. That has not been precisely determined at this stage. Uh, the negotiationers, negotiations and discussions are going back and forth between Rideau Hall and the Palace and uh, the Prime Minister's office and the High Commission. Uh, this, is, this is a very difficult um arrangement to try to uh to arbitrate to be fair to everyone to be inclusive uh when there would be probably thousands of people from canada who would like to be uh at the funeral to pay their final respects and uh probably the end number is uh you know a dozen or so that's it's going to be difficult to sort all of that out and i don't uh, I don't envy the protocol officers who have to make those those decisions. But yeah. the, the balance will be struck to try to, to represent the very best
0: of Canada. Uh, Mr. Guerrero, thank you so much uh, for spending a few minutes with t- us today. We really appreciate your time, sir.